fight Sam. Murphy and I are a little bit mad at you. Okay. And we, I mean this. What have I done? I know it seems like it's going to be ha, 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 all in good fun, but um, you have got to stop doing this. We finally, the other night, started watching Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we were sucked in. And yes, it's incredibly suspenseful. Netflix series season one. Looks like the rest of the world has seen it already. We have right. not. Jody and I are just starting. So we're, much we're I want to say. Two about episodes it. in. Okay, so we watched the first episode, and as soon as it was over, I pick up my phone to text Sam. I'm like, oh, we just watched the first episode of Stranger Things. And then a few minutes later, you send back a text. Do you remember what you sent back? Not really. You sent back. <laughs> well, don't, don't say the I'm name. I'm not going to say the name. You sent back. Don't get too attached to oh. blank. Yeah. You you are a spoiler of things in pop culture. That, you that cannot a minor character. Doesn't matter. It would have still surprised me <clears throat> when that person bought it. But you, I knew that person was going to buy it. You think? You have got to stop spoiling things. It is one of the worst things you can ever do to a friend. Well, you know what's funny is Sam Don't never do it. he never spoiled Breaking Bad for us. He never spoiled. What's the other that you watched ahead actually, of us? Actually, uh, he actually Sam at one point during Breaking Bad. I was going on and on about how much I loved a certain character, and then he said, oh, you're going to be upset. Oh, and that's I right. remember you thinking, I don't remember you that. shadowed you know that for me. Sam, Sam is the great spoiler. You, sh- you got to know in life, uh-huh. it is not, I know that you like having the information and you can't hold on to it. You get so excited well, about I, having it. I treated that character, though, as so, so minor and whatever. No. You still Well, the thing is, it. I knew by the time we're watching, I was like, oh, this is what he's talking about. Yep, there it goes. Okay. Uh, producer David jumped up. You have a spoiler problem, I'm too? sorry. I'm not trying to gang up on you, Sam, but However. you do do this because you ruined the last season of Orange is the New Black. What? The whole twist is a certain character oh. leaves this world and to the next goes okay, beyond, okay, okay, and okay. he goes, oh, did so-and-so? I'm like, blank yet. <gasps> well, I two, episode, two episodes left. But you I never even waited. saw it. I was, because I was, he was way into it, and I was like, oh, is it going to reach the point where that happened? And, Sam, yeah. please understand <clears throat> For someone reading a book or watching a movie, it doesn't matter if it's 20 years ago that this movie came out. If if they're watching it, don't ruin things for them. Okay. And I'm telling you this as a friend for your future friendships, too. Not just for my own selfish spoiler <laughs> well, reasons. Well, on, on Stranger Things, did you get to the point where... Uh-uh. Please don't. We love it, by the way. Or how about the point where... Stop it. Yeah. All right, Sam, can we pull up your dating profile so I can... We can I don't talk have about a the... dating profile. <clears throat> what happened to that profile? Yeah, Sam, yeah, you, Jody helped you write the whole thing, and back oh, in yeah. February, you had a couple of sites. You... Yeah, I tender and match. And, and you got... have a lot of interest, especially, I mean, look, when people find out you're single, they're like, ooh. Well, and single? I know you weren't actively using them, but I didn't realize. So you, like, pulled them down completely? Yeah, not even... I deleted okay. them, everything. Okay. I mean, I'm sure it's one of those cases where you delete it, but if... Six months, you want to come back. Oh, well, we still saved there. all your information. <laughs> right. And for the fee of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Okay, well, the deal is I was going to pull it up to see. I don't I, I don't think that you would have any of these pictures, but there are certain types of pictures that women do not enjoy seeing men posting or putting on uh, their dating profile. So you want to know this? You guys want to know yeah, this? Yeah, I actually could probably take a guess at one of them. Anything okay. where you're like trying to show that you are you can lift weights or things like that. Yeah, gym pictures. Don't. Just yeah. don't. Is gym pictures one of them? Yeah, it's on the list. Is it? Okay. The brag, the... Right. I didn't have to worry about that since I've never seen a jam before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lions and tigers and bears. Those big pictures of you're a hunter or you like to go on the safaris and you 
just that's it's a picture you might be proud of or something you know your catch oh, well, and then okay like i got to you. do that gotcha you're, not, you're if you're a fisherman it might be different yeah but I, I mean, mean fish are different. like a, holding up a deer or something i understand that and you know i my dad was a hunter and he growing up we have pictures of him he's proud proud pictures of him holding up you know and it's just hard for me mike can i, I crop that? that you still have the deer heads I do not. Oh. But if you, they're in the family, though. But if you want to have pictures like in your camouflage or in the woodsy setting, because that's kind of what you like, I'm assuming there's nothing wrong with that's that. That's not wrong. Right? I'm just saying that some right. ladies don't like the dead animal in yeah, the picture I, I get with it. you. Yeah, keep saying okay. it, Jody. Please. <laughs> <laughs> a picture with another lady, even if it's your sister or a coworker, they don't love. Here's that how either. I look with a woman. And you know the ones I used to see were the ones where it's obvious the person was with cropped someone out. else, but they cropped it out, and you see a little piece of an arm. It's like <laughs> that's, that's great, genius. <laughs> that's the recommendation. If you have a really good picture, let's just say a picture that you like a lot of yourself, Sam, is with the, you know an ex, an ex, or some, or some, or a friend who's a girl. No, don't like any of those. pictures. You should crop that out and use it. Oh yeah. It. Um, and the last one that I think that I think men don't do this. Just don't do this. Mirror selfies. Oh. They'll think, oh, he takes mirror selfies. <laughs> you know what that is, Murphy? Yes. Yeah, I do. Well, don't post those on your profile. Yeah. I'd like to see that go out of style. I see way too many of them. Well, now with the forward-facing camera, you don't need that anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back in the <laughs> Thanks day. Thanks for the explanation. Yeah. And when you get a chance, uh, go to our Facebook page. Give us a like there. And that's another easy way to keep up with anything you may have missed today on the show. Share stuff with your friends, too, that you like. Yes. Like that best ever steak marinade recipe. Mm, What? It's good stuff. You're right. Uh, This story that came out of Hurricane Matthew in Florida that I wanted to share with everybody. A a guy in Nebraska trying to find his grandma in uh, the aftermath of uh, Matthew in Florida. He had tried. uh, He had talked to her before the storm. And when the storm came through, it's like, let me check on grandma. Couldn't get a hold of her. Called the police. She's not like on Facebook and well, no, I mean, in and things like that. Yeah. I'm sure she's got a phone, but if power's out or right. if she's got a cell phone and it died, you know, he calls the sheriff's department, calls the police department, a bunch of those folks, and couldn't get through to anybody because obviously, you know, those guys are running around busy right. as first responders helping folks. So he comes up with this bright idea. If I find a pizza place that'll deliver to her, they can check on her for me. Yep. So he's in wow, Nebraska. Sam, that's a cool idea. A great she's idea. in Florida. He calls a Papa John's. And he orders the pizza, and he gives the guy instructions. Here's the deal. I can't get in touch with Grandma. You deliver the pizza. Have your phone with you. I want to talk to her if you get there. So the guy, he gets the pizza, orders it. Yeah. The guy goes and delivers the pizza. Sure enough, Granny's there. Granny's fine. He, he says, look, this is going to sound weird, but I have your grandson on the phone. I want you to talk to him. So gives Grandma the phone. Mm-hmm. She talks to him, and it's like, okay, everything's great. You yeah. know, sorry. How cool. Phone had ran out of charge. Wasn't able to call anybody, but thanks for checking on me. And Grandma even said pepperoni pizza was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. She got an yeah. extra I mean, bonus out of it. I would have never thought to do that. I've just been in a sheer panic. And in this crazy technological world that we live in, mm-hmm. not that, I mean, just the simple pizza delivery. I mean, you need to remember, we need to remember that for the future. We yeah. all do. I guess it's good for the pizza business, and pizza always makes people happy, so there. Yeah. Happy Grandma. Sure, I got a nice tip, too, for finding Grandma. So okay. she was okay with him not sending any hot wings? Or, <laughs> Murphy on, wouldn't man. have been. Can I have an extra sauce, please? Yes. If you ever send pizza to check on him, send wings. <laughs> okay. It's the moral of that story. Are you guys ready for dog park etiquette? Sure. Mistakes that humans make. Of course, it's the humans. Of course, it's us. When you go to a dog park, there's so much. The number one we'll get to last. The number one mistake that we make at dog parks. Is it picking up after your dog? I didn't say that. Okay. I said, wait. Okay. <laughs> Mr. 
jumpy pants. Okay, so um, Murphy and I took our foster dogs and one of our dogs, so three big dogs, to the dog park the other day. Mm-hmm. Never had this problem in the past. It's the first time I've seen it, is that your dog parks are divided into larger dogs and smaller dogs for right. a reason. You know, typically the deal is most dogs, most, okay, if they're socialized, will get along fine. But sometimes, you know, the smaller dogs can get, you know, injured or whatever in the mix. Not because mm-hmm. of biting, but they're just tiny. Right. So there's a reason that they're separated the Smaller in their own dogs and, and larger dogs can have issues. Who knows why? Right. Sometimes those little dogs get so intimidated by the size right. of the other, they'll jump and nip and start something right. or whatever. So it's a smart thing to separate. Mm-hmm. We had large dogs and one of them is a foster dog. You know, her name is Duchess and she was so excited to be there and playing and running and then she saw some small dogs. There were at least three small dogs in the large dog area, and she wanted to play with them. Right. It made the owners of the small dogs very scared, and they lifted them up. That's one one thing wrong. If you have a small dog and you lift it up mm-hmm. quickly in front of a large dog, they're thinking, oh, you're taking it away from me. That means I sh- I'm supposed to try to get it. It's like they're right. tree climbing or whatever instinct kicks right. in. So you're making it the prey when you do that. Isn't that crazy? So crazy. Why were they there? Did you talk to them? What I did was I put our I put our girl on a leash and I just held her and I ran around with her and walked her so she could get some right. exercise. But I eventually went to the lady and I said, I'm going to take her off leash, okay, because we're in this large park area. You know, wink, wink. Next to large, the large, small dog area. dog area. And then she said, oh, great, that's fine. So I did and I just watched carefully. Another mistake, and we have a whole list for you at murphysamandjody.com of you know mistakes that we make. And we've done this. I, I didn't realize this. It sounds counterproductive or odd but you're supposed to exercise them a little bit first before you let them in so they don't go buck wild okay. <laughs> when they yeah, first right. get in there which is what our dog was doing <laughs> yeah. she was like freedom yeah. to run I didn't think about exercising them before I didn't think that's what's supposed to happen once they get inside the gate makes sense so though. what's number one uh, picking up after them picking uh, up the yep. as Sam thought mm-hmm. that's right go check this out by the way uh, mistakes that humans make in dog parks <laughs> murphysamandjody.com and Jody says she's done it again. Sam, do you remember? This has been probably 10 years ago. Jody and I took the girls to a little, in their daycare, they had a little Halloween carnival. Mm-hmm. And it Ball was really, carnival. it was so sweet. It was hot dogs. It was pony rides. It was dress Inflatables. up. Inflatables. You know, all the fun that goes with it. And somehow we messed the time up. So we showed up at the time it was actually ending. Right. That's and sweet so we're for you walking. to say we messed it up because I'm the one that messed it up. I know you did, but I'm not going to point the blame at you. Well, it is you know? me. It was so, me. So uh, but we show up and... You know, <laughs> it was really bad because the ponies were walking past Taylor. <laughs> Taylor was in her pirate costume and the inflatable thing was being deflated and I I mean I could have Right. I just could have cried myself. Honey, we're out of hot dogs. Yeah. And so, that yeah. was so bad. Like, I felt horrible. I still feel horrible about that. I'm glad they don't really remember it. Okay, so just the other day, Phoebe was invited to go do something with her friends. Mm-hmm. And it was doing all this planning, all this mama stuff where you feel like you're an air traffic controller. This one's got to be here there. At this time, we'll pick up here and we got homework here and let's do this then. And all that major planning and I see a text from my friend that this thing is happening between one and three. And I guess in my brain somewhere I put it happening at two. I don't know why I did that. So I'm like operating like this thing starts at two. So Phoebe and I go shopping for the felt for her Kermit costume, which I couldn't find the big piece because I was looking for the wrong thing um, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm watching the clock. I'm like, we better go check out because, you know, it's one thirty. Don't want to be late. Right. Mm-hmm. She's like, Okay. And then I look back at the text just to make sure. I don't know what. Thank you, God. I remembered to d- double check. And that thing started at 1. And I had to tell her, what you really want to do today? 
I just mess you up and you can't do it. Yeah, but did you screw up the whole thing? Because 2 o'clock is still in the middle of whatever it is. I called and said, is it too late for her? They were painting. Uh, It was a painting thing. You start at a certain time. You can't start late. I called ahead and said, if we get there in the next 10 minutes, will she be able to catch up? And the answer was, not really. Sorry. I had to just big fat say, Phoebe, I'm so sorry. And I know that's life. I know disappointment is also important for children to experience. Yeah, but mama guilt's a powerful thing too, I isn't it? I felt bad. And she, you could tell she was visibly disappointed. So just all children listening, mommies make mistakes too, especially with timing when they're running and, I, and they don't mean to do it. Right. I mean, I, I would love for everything to run smoothly for her, but that's not realistic. So. so this is the second time in a row, so we officially should start referring to that as they were putting the ponies up already, right? <laughs> the way we, we never even now saw on. the ponies. <laughs> well, yeah, 13-year-old Jackson and I were watching Saving Private Ryan, and this is really cool because he likes war movies, kind of like I used to, I used to love war movies as a kid, as a teenager. My dad and I used to watch them. See, Sam, yeah. that's cool, and he loves Star Wars too, right? Yeah. So Bonding. You're, you're connected, right? Yeah, the war Bonding. movies today are a bit different than the ones when I grew up, because then you know, somebody would get shot and they'd fall nowadays it's got to have all the I know, special it's extreme. effects i agree so, so wait it's it's trying to it gets you more, it's realism. more realistic yeah. i'm fine and, with it and one of the most realistic war movies of course is Pri- saving private ryan tom hanks and matt damon, matt damon. Oh, okay uh what's his uh, from breaking bad walter is in this movie oh yeah i'm brian oh Cranston. really yeah a lot of uh, their faces would pop up and it's like oh, that's so-and-so that's so-and-so you yeah. vin yeah. diesel's Before in this movie they, yeah uh, of all people but um so the movie follows uh, Tom Hanks' character has to lead this band of guys to find Private Ryan because of something that happened. His brothers had passed away in the movie okay. and killed. So they got to find the last remaining brother to get him and send him home to mom. So mom's still got a kid. You're not giving away anything, are you? Well, yeah, I, I haven't seen this movie, well, I've Sam. Seen I'm parts just letting of it, you know. And I wasn't strong enough to finish it, so I never well, finished it. I mean, the it. beginning of the movie, though, with all the, the fighting and all that is just, it's one of the most extreme things I've ever seen. I know, I couldn't do it. Realistic. And so, anyway... What happens is Tom Hanks and the guys find Ryan. They wind up in this firefight. Tom Hanks' character dies. He tells Private Ryan something in his ear before he dies. Ah. They cut to the end of the movie, and it's a grown-up Private Ryan returning to the cemetery in Normandy. What? He gets down on one knee, and he starts talking to Can you- Tom Hanks' headstone. Okay. Every day, I think about what you said to me that day on the bridge. Oh, my God. I've tried to live my life the best I could. I hope that was enough. Is that Tom I Hanks? Take no, this is the grown-up Matt Damon character, Private Ryan. Private oh, Ryan. Uh, so he's got his whole family there, he, and he's like, I'm, "I hope I live the life I, you know, basically, you guys saved me, you gave me my life. Right. I hope I earned it because that's what Tom Hanks tells okay. him when he's. No dying. need to watch the movie now, I know, David. Spoiler alert: He got saved. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're watching this, and all of a sudden, I hear it <laughs> next to me, Aww. Jackson. He goes, this is making me cry. Is it making you cry? <laughs> well, I was like, I mean, first of all, don't laugh at him for that. No, I haven't, no. Seen, I haven't seen that, and that part made me well up just hearing it. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, yeah, Jack, it's a, it's a sad part of it. And so it, it, they kept playing through the scene, and he's talking to his wife a little more. And I would, it's more sniffling coming from I would have been me. concerned if he had not been touched. Uh, well, I've never seen him do that at a movie for right. anything. Let before. me guess. Okay. You were just like cold staring, no emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jack. It's almost over. Classic Sam response. <laughs> <laughs> and Jody is fresh back from Vegas, and now the mystery has been solved, or I guess we're going to find out. What happened to my 20 bucks? Yeah, Sam gave you $20, Jody, and we want to know what happened. Is that something you normally would do? When what? a friend is going somewhere like that, you... No. 
just popped into my head. I think it's because Sam trusts you, Jody, with his money. You know I'm not a gambler. Do you know that? I've never, oh, ever, you ever the put slot machines. Like I've, you put some money in and you do it until it runs out. This is that's the same thing I do. Okay, good. Have you ever played roulette? You ever put any money on black or red before? Or, I, or I, numbers? I have in the past. Yeah. Okay, I want you to know that I saved this thing for you to the very last. It was the last thing I did. Your instructions in were to put the twenty bucks on black on roulette, and yeah. if it won, you do it again and then walk away. Yeah. Okay. So I've never even stepped up to a roulette table in my life except to watch. So I sat down, and as soon as I sat down, this man next to me, he says, Hey, Red, you can come sit over here by me since redheads are lucky. I'm like, okay. Wait, I'm doing something I've never done before is what I told him. So hold on a second. You didn't even have to sit down. All you had to do was throw that 20 down Yeah, Sam made it pretty clear. I didn't know that. 20 on black. That was it. That's right. Okay, I sat down, and I tried to hand the dealer money. No, you can't do it that way. You, you have, have to, to put it on put the it felt. In. I didn't know that. The cameras are watching. Put it on the felt, <laughs> slide it over so he can slide it and slide you he back. He takes it from me. Hey man, right. here's and 20. then when he gives me chips, he can't give me chips. He has to put them down, right. and then I have to take them. I was getting all intimidated by all of it. Yeah, because you know who will actually jump him if that happens, right? You know the lingo, Jody? The pit boss. The pit boss. That's right. The pit boss watches oh, over the table. I wasn't worried about any bosses. Anyway... Um, it hit right away. Hey! And it du- and it so That was 40 bucks. Yes. And then it went quickly, and I watched that little thing turn upside down again, and I couldn't believe how quickly it happened, and I think I caught the second time. It hit again. Hey! Are you serious? Oh, Here's- my gosh. Are you serious? $80. That's right. $80. Unbelievable. I was so... It happened so quickly because I was trying to learn the game, and like, Red, you hit... They called me red, but it was like it was on black. Yeah, <laughs> but um, how's that, Sam? It was That's hard awesome. To walk Did you away. stay around after that to see if it hit black again? No, I didn't okay. think to do yeah. that. Okay. Sam, quit while you're ahead. I did. I... <laughs> and you know what? I should probably go double check the bank statement just to make sure she didn't hit the ATM on the way out. I right? did not. In fact, I didn't know what to do with my chips. I was like, oh, I have to go cash this out. But anyway. <laughs> I was right. I was right. The reason she waited this long is because it hit. Anyway, $80. All right. Are you, aren't you buying coffee today, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I made that promise. I will be buying coffee. Yeah. 80 bucks. And I don't know how I did it. Luck is how I did it. If I'd have stayed any longer, different story. Yeah. Sure. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Why you need to go next time, Sam. Not, Where? not to Vegas? Yes. Why you need to go since you've never been. Coming up next. Well, in case you missed it, Jody followed instructions to the T. She took my $20 to Vegas, put it on black on the roulette wheel. One. And did it one more time as instructed, and won. Yeah, you know, eighty bucks. Funny to me about that. First, I was surprised that Sam gave you twenty in the first place, just because it's not. Mm-hmm. I've never really known Sam to just like you know take this and That's whatever fun. happens, it happens. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, but it was even cooler. And I don't know how Jody managed to keep that from me last night because I was joking about this. Like, well, if you're not saying anything, then he probably actually won. But she kept straight face. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do poker. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Well, yeah. the question I have though is, okay, you just walked up and boom, boom two rolls and then you take your money and go didn't anybody was like whoa hey Red, yeah. you're you know, on a street kid we should explain in case you didn't know jody was on a vegas girls trip over the right. weekend that's why she you know she was in vegas is where this exchange took place i think it's cool for sam to go hey put tw-, you know i just think that's cool that you sent me with 20 for you you know of all and uh, of all of our my friends I, I thought of you, Sam, many times while I was in Vegas that you would enjoy Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You just would. I mean, Murphy's been, I've been, producer David's been. Emily, have you been to Vegas before? Oh, never. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. You would enjoy. Well, she might enjoy. There are parts of Vegas that you would enjoy, and parts that you, parts that you definitely wouldn't. Well, you know. Wait, what, 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 was, what does that mean? Um, you know, there's a lot of adultness that you, uh, you're like, ugh. And uh, calling me a prude, are you? No, but <laughs> yeah. also. People smoke in casinos. Oh, yeah. Ugh. And they, they have probably the best air filtration systems on the planet because you it's like there's nobody smoking in there. Oh. Yeah. But you still right. get it. You still feel it right. and smell it. And, and, you know, so you either you go in there knowing that or you don't. But I don't know. There's just so much to do. Um, at every place, there's oh, there's Giada has a restaurant. There's Mr. Chow. There's mm. so many restaurants. There's well. so many attractions. There's so many shows. You can rest. You can party. You can. It's everything you'd ever want in one spot. Maybe we should go as a group. What do you I, think? The whole show just do we goes. Have what to do you think? Stay together the whole time? No, one, but we well, do some things <laughs> together. Hey, look, there are budgets. Maybe we have to stay in one room, but we can, you know. It's, you know, <laughs> but I do want you to I want you to experience that as my friend. You would enjoy that. And we could do roulette together, Sam. Okay. I'm lucky. You're got the You got the money. Let's do it. Well, that was a kind of a one time thing. <laughs> right. though. I don't know if I'll push it next year. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe poker then is my yeah. future. All right, I want both of you to answer a question about women for me. And I want you to be completely honest. It's not just the, and the question is not just what do you think of smart women, but I guess the question is, is if a woman is really smart, are you a little intimidated by that or do you like that or you dislike it? You know, how do you feel about a really smart woman? Who do you Sam, want to go first? I want Sam to go first. Man. Why? Um, it depends on her personality. What? I don't think I'm intimidated, but if the personality is not there, then I don't care how, how smart she is. Okay. Like, what if you really liked her and you were very attracted to her and she was smart, smarter be, than you? Be smarter than me? Well, that's impossible, but um, hello? Uh, <laughs> no, that would be great because it would be somebody you could talk with and have a what decent a conversation. Okay, what a great answer. Murphy, I, I think I know what you're going to say. Do you? That you think smart is very hot. I do. Yeah. I, I Intelligent women, I think it's it's super sexy. And, uh, and you know, there are plenty of that I've run into, Sam, that actually they've got the great personality and the goods with that. And so I'm not really intimidated. I'm fascinated yeah. by it. Um, I mean, like, how did you get so smart and so hot? No, there are just some, there are some conversations that even when they go over my head, I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Either she's pulling a fast one, you know what I mean? Or, you know, but it's, it's the real deal. But see, I see, uh, and there's, there, there are different levels of that, too. You have that sort of book, high intelligence, you know, thing, that sort of detail. But then, to me, there's an intelligence of depth and objectivity that women have which is what jody has just so yeah you know. i'm not book at all i'm like no, i'm no, not smart no, like no, that. you're very jody's very she's smart at, jody is a and i don't know if you know that about her or not but she's really wise from a depth perspective she's one of the most balanced people i know and and objective and so so to me there are two classes of that but yes i love two classes it. of smart well anyway anyway you know overwhelming evidence shows that men are intimidated by smarter very smart women and the smarter she is, the more attractive she has to be for him to really want to go for her. Really? Because it, a man doesn't want to feel like she's smarter than him. Mm-hmm. That it makes him feel less. But it's different for women. They're fine with a man being smarter huh. than them. I said yeah. that with air quotes. I mean, look, once I realized that Jody was smarter than me, it got real smooth after <laughs> that. Smarter than you. <laughs> Maybe in a different depth way. Anyway, I also bring this up, and I love you both being for being uh, so honest. 
Um, I guess Sam's only issue with a woman is if she laughs at his jokes. It's completely different. <laughs> Come on, man. You're smart, but am I funny? <laughs> completely different. She ain't smart. She didn't get it. I learned a lot about us, what what it's like to be you know out and about in a single world with a very smart woman when I was out in Vegas with my girlfriend who is a PhD mm-hmm. and how the conversation changes as soon as a man knows that I'll tell you about that next we were just talking about um, supposedly men whether they will admit it or not a lot of men are intimidated by a really smart woman if she's smart, she has to also be really good looking for him to be interested, is what I'm told. It's weird that the survey shows that. And Sam <laughs> Sam says he's a little intimidated by it, but you know a little yeah. And I'm I and, and, and you know, and I I actually love it. I love talking to a smart woman. You like being glamored by a smart woman. Okay, <laughs> well, um I got to see this firsthand uh, over the weekend, a girls' weekend that I just did with my friend Rachel, who happens to be a PhD. She just recently got her PhD, mm-hmm. and I we you know I jokingly call her Doc sometimes, but and we we have been friends since junior high, so this is not the first time we've ever been out in a right. social setting together. It's not, but our lives are completely different. She's a single friend. I don't have many friends that are single. Most of my friends have s- similar lives to me. She does not. She's very independent and she's worldly, and you never know if she's going to be in a foreign country next week or. Yeah. And she's but she's fun and wonderful to talk to. I think she's very balanced and well rounded. She couldn't make it to Jody's surprise party a few. Years years ago because she was in belize yeah okay no problem she's an archaeologist <laughs> yeah oh cool i know awesome? i know so anyway we're out in vegas having drinks and i'm there and i remember that she's single so when guys come up to talk to her i'm there but i'm and i don't leave immediately because we're just talking with people and i'm clearly married or whatever and we were ta- they started talking and this one british guy came up and i knew she liked him because, you know, he had her at I'm British because he was like, hello, <laughs> yeah. my name is Miles. And he was precious. And we were like, oh, and what do you do? And it's I teach at university. And as soon as he said that, I said, this is Rachel and she is a Ph.D. And she looked at me and just gave me kind of a look. And I didn't think anything of it. Later on, she told me, don't say that right away. And it did change the energy for the him. The oh, dynamic for him. Really? She said that they continued to talk, but it changed for him because, and, and she walked away later and said, and I said, I'm sorry, Rachel, I'm just proud of you. I just think that's cool, and I love to say that about yeah. you. She said, I know, it's p- totally okay. I get it, and thank you. She said, but right away, I don't say that to a guy because he automatically thinks I'm trying to say I'm smarter than him. So for her, that is a very real thing. So you got to see it firsthand. I did, and out. I'm so sorry. I will never do that again, Rachel. Right. I'll just and call so, you Rachel. So it's interesting to me in the social setting notice, Jody said, yeah, I'm married or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jody. <laughs> but my friend's a PhD. <laughs> now, what I mean is I'm not looking to meet anybody. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this? I stumbled upon in social media, and I'm loving it. What the master Stephen King thinks about Stranger Things on Netflix. I would hope he What's likes funny it. funny is that I, I found it while we were watching the other night. I Which, literally by, by the way, we only have one episode left. We're to the, the final, final episode of season one, Sam. Oh, oh so y'all are down to the end here. Yes. No spoilers. Okay. We're going to watch it this weekend. I can't believe this is really not my thing. Even though I like a lot of Stephen King, I didn't think I, I didn't think I would love this, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Not, and I think it's mostly because the 80s. of the sci-fi thing. You mean? No, yeah, the sci-fi is not really my thing, or supernatural right. is not really my thing. 
I can't it, say that that's what this really is, though. It's cool to see how they nailed all the 80s stuff. Oh, all the references. So and, ridiculous. You feel like you were there. So stylized. Well, anyway, Stephen King is a major influence of these guys who wrote this. Okay. The Duffer uh, Brothers. The Duffer Brothers, who were born in 1984. We looked that one oh. up. Murphy looked that one up. That's funny because this show is set in 84 in Indiana. Anyway, so what does Stephen King think of it? Well, you know, he wasn't the only influence. They love Spielberg. They love Stephen King. They love um, the movie Stand By Me. And oh, you can, yeah. there you was, can see that as a scene with the kids the, walking, walking along the, the railroad track. track. And yeah. Yeah. When when that happened, what I turned to you and yeah, say, Murphy? Stand by me, right? I was like, oh, this make this makes me think of Stand by Me. So anyway, yeah, they kind of owed to all of those things. Stephen King, if you follow him, and you should, he tweets about what he's enjoying reading and things like that. Everything that's going on in the world. Some one of his Stranger Things tweets: "It's Stranger Things is pure fun. A plus. Don't miss it." Winona Ryder shines. Uh, and yeah. that is totally, totally true. It's true. There, she hasn't had a role that she's really owned that's really kind of put her at that level that she used to be in the yeah. 90s yeah. and the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. In a while. So look for more Ode to Stephen King and Spielberg and all that 80s stuff in season two. But you can't mention a word to me about season two because remember what friends don't do. I haven't seen that. It's friends, not even out yet. No, you can't tell me what I can be expecting because I haven't seen the last episode. Oh, the first okay. one. An errand to run this week that I'm a little bit nervous about, but you know what? I'm determined to do this without help if necessary for my own, mm. you know, self esteem. I guess. Okay, so my mom lost her home. Right. It flooded completely, and what was on her carport was uh, a lawnmower, a nice newer-ish lawnmower that we want to save. A push mower. Oh no! no it's, a, it's a solid riding mower. Oh, but it was really? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. And so um, I'm trying to help her. She's doing a lot of things too, but I have arranged for someone to fix it. I asked the right questions. I found out all what I needed to find out, but I have to bring it to him and drop it at his shop. You have a okay? trailer. I'm borrowing a trailer from my cousin. No, you're driving with a trailer behind your vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> my vehicle can can pull a trailer. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is a good idea. Why not? Have I'm you, a great driver. Have you ever pulled a trailer before? It's different. Um, you know, I've never pulled a trailer before, but I have driven a truck with a boat, which is pulling something. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know backing up is very different and very weird. Well, and dr- it's, driving it's is opposite weird too when it comes to braking because you got to remember there's something behind you. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to have something very heavy on that if it's not secured properly. The lawnmower's not brakes, as heavy as a boat. But it'll be secured, right? Uh, it's going to be heavy, though, and if it, in, and you need to have it secured. This this make this makes me nervous, Jody. This well, wait, wait. my uncle nervous. Terry is willing to come help me secure it onto the trailer that I'm borrowing, but I'm not going to ask him to drive or ride with me to drop this off. Look, I you are a great driver, and I, I'm I mean, strong. I'm physical. You, I can handle. You're good, work. but I I think I should do this. For you and not, or we do it together is probably best. Seriously, really? Well, yes. Look, you you backed into your mother's car out of our driveway one time. It's not like oh gonna, oh know? that was at four o'clock right. in the morning, and I forgot she was staying with us. Oh. And and I that's not the same thing as being fully awake and doing this. I'm a, I, I gotta agree with Murphy on this one. Yeah, oh, this is not the a little good lady idea. can't. No, I can't it's do it. not the little lady. If you don't I'm have a experience. Country girl. Just saying, it, it, driving with a trailer is a one of those. Then it, explain it, it to me. How just brake more slowly? 
brake more slowly. You got to watch when you're turning because you, you're pulling that thing. It's not just you whipping around a corner. You can't drive like uh, you know uh, in, in, at a high speed with it. You can't. You're making me nervous. What is there in this world that I would be able to tell you you guys shouldn't do and I should do it for you? I don't think that thing exists. Oh, yes. There are a million things you can I tell me not to I can't put makeup do. on. I, I hear you. You know, I tell you what. I will make the time. Let's do it together. You can drive if you want to, and I'll just oh, be a passenger. Thanks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks. Oh, thanks, Daddy. Good news. Jody's good thing. Guys, I want to introduce you to somebody that I think it's a great story, and it is a good thing. She's 26 years old. She's a British woman named Kate McWilliams. She recently became, it's a significant thing, the one of the youngest commercial airline captains in the world and the youngest female captain ever. She flies for an airline called EasyJet. Hmm. And you know, I'm sorry, but when we fly now, I always get a look at the pilots. And lately it's been like, oh, I've always done that. You I'm like looking like, through the window at the pilots who are playing on their phones. I just like looking through the window and like seeing who, who's, whose hands I am. Although I'm in God's hands, and I know that. You know, I'm just... <laughs> I, I do the same thing. And look. It's, I, it's really cool. Thank goodness they're doing most of it electronically now, because do you remember when that used to be the endless reams of paper mm-hmm. that they would go through to prep for the flight? Oh, no. It's funny looking. Yeah. But at 26, I've, I swear I've seen pilots, to me, who looked younger than that. Maybe right. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's... When you first see one that looks younger than you're thinking or expecting, it takes you a minute to kind of accept that. And she says she sees that and sees that a lot. Um, when, when people see her come out of the cockpit. On an almost daily basis, I get asked how old I am. Uh, usually, um, the reaction's quite positive when I tell them. They're impressed, surprised. There have been some looks of horror, but no, I've gotten <laughs> to the destination safely, so uh, they go away smiling. She, she's a lovely girl. I say girl. She's a young woman, 26 years old. She started flying, yeah. started learning to fly when she was 13 and got accepted into wow. a training program and okay. loved it. And she's just really good. And this is what she wants to do and loves to do it. 26 doesn't sound too young to me. It doesn't. Yes. But for her as the first female captain, okay. airline captain in the world, I see. that's why it's to be celebrated. And she knows that she might be an inspiration for young women. I mean, if I could inspire um, young women to, to get into the industry, that would be a great achievement for me um i'd love to get more women into the industry i mean i've flown with a few female first officers and um and yeah they're all just as good if not better than the men so uh we can we can do it just the same <laughs> and you'll love to hear that voice come over the speakers i know kate mcwilliams she's 26 and she's flying today Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Golden Globe nominations were announced this morning in Hollywood. We'll take you straight to Don Cheadle making the announcement for the best motion picture comedy or musical. 20th Century Women, Deadpool, (laughs) Florence Foster Jenkins, La La Land, Sing Street. You know, and La La Land... Got comes a, out, I guess, in wide release this weekend. I'm yeah, dying to see that It got that a one. lot of love with the Critics' Choice Awards. We also had him announcing uh, Best Motion Picture Drama. Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight. Yeah, these movies, get used to them. These are the ones that you may want to see before the Golden Globes and the Academy Awards early next year. Golden Globes take place on NBC January 8th, hosted by Jimmy Fallon. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. One of my favorite things during the holidays is when you have everybody staying over. We have that. Um is to ha- wake up in the morning, have coffee. You've mm-hmm. had a great night the night before, and then you're just visiting and having breakfast. Right. But 
if you try to cook a traditional breakfast for everybody, you will be standing in the kitchen while everybody else eats. Eggs to order. Pancakes right. Pancakes for a thousand. Breakfast is all about, it's easy to cook, but it's timing. Yeah. And you, by the time you sit down to eat, the poor cook, everybody's done eating. Yeah. So what we like to do is what I call breakfast for a crowd. And we've got recipes for you at murphysamandjody.com. My favorite one is that breakfast casserole that we've been doing for years sam i think you've made it before oh i make this one all the time we do it at the we do it at the house all the time the too. kids even ask for this one now i call it the crescent roll casserole yeah. <laughs> because you buy a pack one thing if you have a big crowd i do two yeah two casserole dishes of this but you do refrigerated crescent rolls on the bottom you spray the pan you do them on the bottom yeah and, and just, one one thing of crescent rolls will do it 11 by 13 it's perfect yeah. right then you pour it it's a scrambled up egg mixture you do egg and cheese and you can do you can do sausage that you've cooked and crumbled or we also sometimes do bacon bits mm-hmm. real bacon bits but crumbled bacon right put whatever meat you want in it you add some some milk to and then you season it and you cook it for like is it, it's normally like, it's like 20 minutes 20 minutes in the oven the recipe every specific thing in the method is online at murphysamandjody.com it's breakfast for a crowd so there is a new study that shows women drive better than men overall, and I kind of don't like these gender-based things either. I, I do. About to say, I, I agree with Jody. It's kind of some twi- men are great drivers and some women are great but, drivers. And in 2016, it's just like Vice the old gender it. comparison thing. It just doesn't. It feels very plastic today, you mm-hmm. know. But I guess insurance companies probably still, you know, I mean, things. Some things still have to be done along gender lines, I suppose. Right. So in Scotland, they actually now have have seen that in actual. Studies of accidents and driving record and everything else, women are overall better drivers than men. I've got to believe that this is possible in the U.S. also. Oh, yeah. Simply because the things that they cited for men is, you know, men get angry too easily, Mm -hmm. temper, problems, whatever. Aggressive driving. Way too aggressive driving. Take things more personally than necessary, I would think. Men are also more prone to speed, probably because it's a mechanical gadget thingy. Yeah. Um, which also makes it, you know, more more dangerous. So, so as a result, you know, more. And I guess they say that the times have changed too, because there actually are more women drivers on the road now than there ever have been. Holla, in the past. Tell yeah. me about my, it. My, the best, <laughs> the best driver that I know. The best driver I know is me. Thank you, Jody. I appreciate that. Oh, oh sweetie, I, guess it's I was going to say my uncle Terry. Oh, really? He's a former police officer, and yeah. he used to teach other officers how to drive. Yeah. He is the safest driver I know, and he's a dude, so just there. And he, Well, plus he knows how to do that 1980s TV maneuver where yeah. you slide a car <laughs> you into do place. do the 180, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs>